I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. So my question for you is, who is your mentor? Now, what, it, what do you think of when you think of a mentor? What do you think of when you say, oh, so-and-so is my mentor, or I wish I had a mentor? What are you thinking? What are you wishing for? What are you hoping for? I had a conversation with a client today who said this to me. They said, I am so glad you called me today because just in the last week, I've lost two of the mentors whose voices were so important to me. And this individual was happy to have a conversation with someone who could listen to them and someone who, who could help them and someone who could begin to lead them and, and suggest a path forward. You see, we're all made in such a way that we crave certain things. We crave fellowship. We crave church relationship, real church, like Acts 2, where the spirit comes and where people are sharing ideas and iron sharpens iron. And we want to have relationship. We're made for it. We have hearts. We have spirits. I've heard some just fascinating talk this week by friends discussing the fellowship among the Trinity, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Did you know they fellowship among themselves as they reside in us? and fellowship with us. It's just the most amazing thing. And you were wired for community. You were wired for mentorship. Now, when you say so-and-so was my mentor, or I have learned from this person or that person, most of the time you think of a person that who has physically been in your life. For example, the first answer I would give if somebody said, who are your mentors? I'd say, oh, my dad, my dad was my mentor. He was a steady man of faith, whether he was pastoring little churches all over South Texas, as he did most of my life, or when he retired from pastoring at 80, but he didn't retire, he refired and he became the Chick-fil-A sample man and did that for 10 years and changed the community and marked the community with his work ethic and the way he took care of people in the shop and uh, they would come and ask, where, ask the manager, where'd you find someone who works like that? Where did you find somebody who acts like that? And uh, my dad used to teasingly tell me he specialized in putting chicken in the mouths of crying children to help their mothers. But he served uh, with a heart of a mentor and a leader. And many people had seen him in the community as this esteemed pastor who was always a servant, always giving, always preaching and teaching. And do you know that when he took this job as the Chick-fil-A sample man with the Chick-fil-A tie and hat and the red apron, he did not see this as any type of step down. This is critical. 
because the man I watched move from being a pastor to being the Chick-fil-A sample man is the man I learned from. It's the man who was my mentor. It's the man who on his deathbed, uh, I put his hand on my head and asked God to give me his mantle. I mean, I wanted everything my daddy had because he was a true mentor to me. So sometimes there's a mentor that you know in your life that you've been up close and personal with, like a, a parent or an uncle or maybe a teacher, maybe a boss. But I want to suggest to you tonight that there's also another type of mentor. I have mentors I've learned from whom I have never met. Can you, under, can you believe that? Can you think about that a moment? Is there an author that you would say, I read everything this person puts out. They're my mentor. They teach me on the deep things of God, or they teach me about my occupation and my work and the things that I do. And so uh, you can also have mentors that you never meet who you're learning from by watching their life, by reading their book, by listening to their podcast. Last night, we had a board meeting for onfire.global, and my board was so excited to learn that my podcast downloads have now gone to 90, over 95,000 downloads. And this time last year, it was 20,000 less than that. And so they were excited that uh, this had happened because I had a woman actually tell me years ago, a couple of years ago in Kansas City, she said, you don't know it, but you've mentored me through your podcast because she would put it on as she was doing her daily duties around the house and raising her family. And I took that as such a high compliment. And I want to tell you tonight that you too are mentoring people that you don't even realize. You mentor by the way you live your life, your, by what your neighbors see, by what your family sees, by what your coworkers see. Now, are you mentoring them for good, how to live life, or are you mentoring them for what not to do? We've all done some of both. But the whole topic of mentoring is critical right now. Why? More than ever, people are looking for someone to learn from, to learn with. And the desire for this community and mentorship relationship uh, is, is crying out, groaning for fulfillment. And I, as I was considering this topic tonight and uh, looking up a couple of verses I wanted to share with you, uh, let me tell you what those are. You can jot them down to look at 1 Corinthians 4.15, if you want to look that up, is a scripture that says, you know what? You have a lot. One translation said, you've got a lot of babysitters. A lot of people will tell you something's wrong. You're not doing it right. Get over here. Get over there. That's a babysitter. That's not a mentor per se. But you have few fathers in the faith. That's the language most translations use. You have many instructors, you have many people who will tell you a lot of information, do this, don't do that, but you have few fathers. Well, what's a father, a father, a mother, a person who will journey with you over the long haul that you can trust and that you can watch over time. I had the privilege of visiting a mentor of mine who is now 92 years old. Her name is Evelyn Cochran, just two weeks ago. And this is a woman who is very important to me because she was my Sunday school teacher since I was in the ninth grade. That was a really critical time in my life as it is with every, every teenager. And especially for me, because it was the time of my great tragedy, which many of you have heard me speak of. But she showed up in my life with truth, with love, with the Bible. She came and uh, sat with me in the hospital she put ice on my lips when they were crusted over and nobody knew 
if I would live through the night. And she has been a true mentor to me by how she has lived her life, not only in relationship to me, but to so many other people in the community. And I love Evelyn Cochran because she is one of those mentors that's truly been in my life. I love my dad because he is a steady force uh, in my life all of the years that he was on the earth. But I, too, have mentors whom I study and learn from their teaching and learn from their writing because I know they've been somewhere in God that I want to know about. People like Beth Moore, people like other uh, writers, Kay Arthur, who teaches inductive Bible study method, just mothers in the faith of all ages and all generations who you can tell by watching the fruit of their life that they're going somewhere in God. Those are the people you want to learn. Now, learn from. Now, let me tell you this. You should make a very conscientious decision about who you're going to listen to, well, whose voice you're going to let come into your ears, what you're going to watch. We call this your ear gate, your eye gate. Uh, you should guard your soul and your spirit as though it's the most precious thing you have because you get to develop your spirit in conjunction with God's leadership. But what you just throw open the door and say, I'll listen to anybody. I'll watch anything. I hope not because you need to keep your house clean. You need to keep your spirit refreshed in the Lord. And you don't want messages coming into your life that are compromising the word of God, compromising the truth. And right now, the Holy Spirit is a great convictor. You, he might be just kind of saying, hey, you shouldn't be listening to that. You shouldn't be listening to that music or watching that movie or doing this or that. Media has come to occupy such a large part in our lives and media can be used for good or to take you and draw you away from what the Holy Spirit would have you learning. And so think about the people you listen to and make a, a short list of those that you want to learn from and go deep in that teaching. That's my advice to you about searching out a mentor in the media space, because you want to learn from people who are solid. And I'll tell you this, when we talk a lot about the seven spheres of society, media being one of them, where the enemy has really gotten a foothold. Uh, and this has been coming for a long, long time. Now it's like in your face. There's no ignoring it. And so it's more important than ever that you guard that ear gate, guard that eye gate and say, oh, God, fill me with the truth. And you want to go straight to the word of God because he's our chief mentor and leader. It's the Holy Spirit who comforts us and who guides us. And you want a clean house where you can hear him speak and he can just whisper, hey, this is the way walk in it. And if you have your life clouded up with junk and darkness, you cannot hear clearly. One of the parables I, I love to read about is about the young virgins who uh, half of them had their lamps full of oil and the other half did not. They thought, oh, I'll take care of it later. And procrastination is not a good character quality or habit for any of us to operate in when it comes to keeping oil in our lamps. What is oil? It is the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It is that prayer time. It is that going before God and reading the word and that time where you worship him and you have quiet. And I, I like to make this the first priority of the day. And I recommend that you do the same thing. So why, um, why do you need a mentor? Because life is hard and decisions are difficult. And there are many voices competing for your attention. 
One of the most vicious struggles of the latter days that we'll go into is the spirit of delusion, where you are fooled into thinking you're hearing truth, but you're not. And one of the methods delusion sets in is when propaganda is fed to you over and over and over again. When Hitler did his uh, worst work on the earth, he was using propaganda and the voice of the media to dumb people down so that they eventually believed it. And uh, you can even Google this. This is it's a known strategy of evil empires to just tell you the same lies over and over and over again, thinking that eventually you'll believe it. Well, you will if you don't have an ear that's tuned to God, eyes that are fixed on him and a lamp in your spirit that is full of oil. Now, as we talk, talk about mentors, I want to recommend a few to you. If you've been saying, I wish I had some good mentors, get out a pen and make this list because I'm going to tell you why I recommend each of these people as a mentor for you to listen to in your life. The first one is Tammy Lane. Tammy Lane went from being a stay-at-home mom to being a movie producer, and her story is just over the top. She said, Linda, God told me to, to build a, a, a old world biblical set. And she said, I had to tell my husband. She said, I'd never done anything like that. I'd never made a movie. And fast forward a few years and what happened? The Chosen's first series was filmed there. And so she's got an incredible footprint in the earth. If you're looking for a mentor in the arena of media, you should begin watching her, find her website watch for her movies. She has a new one coming out soon. And by all means, you should register for the On Fire with Linda Fields Summit, which is airing this Friday, where you will hear Aunt Tammy tell her story personally. So that's Tammy Lane. Maybe you're wired for business. For you, I'm going to recommend that you learn from Mike Moore. Mike Moore has written several books, and they all have very surprising titles, shocking titles, actually, and they're all about the love of God and the real world that we live in. Mike's an extremely successful businessman, and he also is a global world-class speaker. I've been to Mike's home in groups of 50 or more people that he's brought in to hear the gospel from uh, various speakers, and this man is the real deal. So if you're in business, I think Mike Moore would be a wonderful mentor for you to take and read every book he writes and listen to what he does and hear him every time that you can. Maybe you've got a bent for education and maybe you love corporate training or maybe you love just teaching. And I know friends that teach from kindergarten to college to corporations. And Will Ford is my favorite trainer slash educator because Will has a story to tell that will rock your boat about the kettle. And I'm not going to steal his thunder right now. I just want to pique your interest. Will also does training for companies in, in the realm of race. And um, he's just a fabulous friend of mine and a worthy mentor. And then my new friend, Ken Harrison, is the leader who has just reestablished Promise Keepers. And he has also been a very successful businessman and has just launched a movement that uh, had probably seen its day, many thought, but God spoke to him that it was time to relaunch. And when he did, 30,000 men came together to pray and see what it was all about and hear God. So Ken is also writing a new book right now, and he's got one out called The Rise of Servant Kings. 
that title will tell you something. So again, a very worthy mentor to learn from, even if it's from afar or at a distance. Well, Erin Weideman is an incredible mentor for young women or women with daughters because she has a whole movement designed around helping girls see their worth, not as an object of beauty so much, but more so inherent worth. And so uh, she saw an, a need in the industry of family or the area or sphere of family. And she met it with a whole line of fresh new books and mentorship uh, opportunities. Well, the other person I want to mention to you is uh, this incredible Rebecca Carroll, who's been a radio talk show host here in the DFW area for some time and uh, is actually just leaving that position to go to work for the seminary. So this woman is a deep well. She is funny. She is real. And as I interviewed her, uh, I, I she said something kind of surprising. And, and she goes, oh, she goes, I've got a whole bag full of crazy. <laughs> She's not afraid to put it out there, whatever it is. And so, she, again, very real. These are the kinds of mentors you want to find. People who, when you hear them talk, it's not all about them. It's about you. It's it's brought to you in humility. It's brought to you as a servant leader. It's um, a leader whose track record proves true. Now, nobody is perfect. OK, nobody's perfect. So sometimes we skin our knee. Sometimes we fall down. But the, the test is what happens next? Do they get up? Do they make things right? Do they apologize? Do they continue in the faith? And I love this verse. It's from Hebrews 13, 7. I'd love for you to look that up after we get off tonight. Hebrews 13, 7. And it says, look uh, at the leaders in the faith around you and consider the result of their faith. Consider the result of their lives. And depending on what you see, then imitate their faith. You know, the highest compliment that you can receive as a mentor is for someone to actually want to walk alongside you, read your books, read your blog, hear you speak, or just come and have coffee with you and learn from you. And the world that we're in right now with all that media allows us to do, it allows many people to prop themselves up as something more than what they really are. And people get addicted to fame and, and really the fear of man. They want to be great in the eyes of the world. Well, there's nothing wrong with being great in the eyes of the world. But if you don't have the testimony to support it, if your words and actions don't measure up over time, not that you don't ever make one mistake. Nobody is perfect, like we said. But I'm hoping to tonight help you raise the bar of what mentorship is all about. Decide who you're going to allow in your life as a mentor, either in real life, up close and personal, and or from afar by reading their books, hearing their interviews and podcasts and such, and fill your ears and fill your eyes and fill your spirit with oil from the Holy Spirit and with truth that comes from a life well lived for God. You know, this is a time where it's going to be more important than ever that you develop your testimony, you develop your history in God in such a way that it stands the test of time, the test of accusation, the test of persecution, the test of naysayers, and the test of just weathering the hard storms of life that come to all of us. And so you will be betrayed by somebody, you will be criticized somewhere, that's not really the be all end all test. The test is how do you carry your heart before God 
and how clean are you keeping your life so that you can hear and work with the Lord. And so learn of the mentors that God brings before you. And then the last thought that I want to put before you is to remember that you are also mentoring other people by the way you live your life. And so what is your example saying to them? What is it? What is happening when they see you come and go from your house or from the coffee shop or from the office? And when they see the way you're doing your business, is it a testimony that upholds the image of Christ that shows you were a person that got up and prayed today and you were a person who held your temper and you were a person who spoke hope even when situations seemed very challenging? So have a mentor, have more than one mentor and choose them carefully and be a mentor wherever God has placed you. Well, the Lord bless you as you review this information and take it to the Lord tonight. Look these scriptures up. And if you haven't done so yet, and you want to learn more about the mentors I mentioned to you tonight, then be sure to go now to onfire.global forward slash summit and register. All right. God bless you. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.